Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow! Nice! Yeah! What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Agents of Mace. Today we're talking Secret Invasion, episode two. Lots of twists and turns and weird things, I guess, going on. Uh, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on some questions that I wrote down that I have not yet researched, um, so maybe I should do that Mm. too, but... I also kind of feel like this series is taking stuff from the comics and doing it in a different way. So I feel like my research wouldn't be worth Wonderful. it. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, so I guess uh, first thoughts for this new episode. I'm really enjoying mm-hmm. this. I feel like they are doing that thing where they don't want to include the Avengers. So they're just saying outright in the episode like we're not including them um which is fine i mean at least they're acknowledging Mm -hmm. right that like we understand that they could probably solve this problem but here's why we're not including them and they have like a relatively real reason um so i don't know i i like that but it's also like you keep giving us roadie but not as war machine me something yeah um, it's part of the problem you think that we simply do not know who the avengers are anymore <laughs> I mean, yes that's true so many of them are like i'm not re-signing my contract so we're like okay well who's taking your place i guess maybe that's you know thunderbolts will maybe alleviate some yeah of maybe that, they're like we got the thunderbolts we've got all these kids we might have mutants yeah. question mark it's interesting that we haven't seen more stuff finding the new, like the, the younger Avengers together. I feel like they did a lot with like the early seasons, really pushing Contessa, what's her name, showing up in at the end of every season. Oh, yeah. Val. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> recruiting people. Yeah. And then we kind of don't see her anymore. I mean, we saw her in Wakanda forever, but that was it so it's like they stopped bothering to tie those things together even though we we all know that that's like the future of the mcu because none of these other people are going to come back and do stuff other than maybe cameos (laughs) well it's like she's putting together a team sometime eventually 
We think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, how about you? First thoughts on um, so far, just the show in general. I've thought it's like it's very like slickly produced, and it feels uh, like it's a little bit darker, perhaps a different genre than we've seen uh, Marvel do at this point. They haven't done anything so far that's been like strictly a suspense thriller, and especially not one that is like like so political we got a little bit of that in uh falcon and the winter soldier like i i put in my notes like i'm getting some flag smashers vibes here a little bit um yes (laughs) um and so i have appreciated that this feels like it is a a well crafted show but at the same time i'm kind of panicking because i'm like there's only six episodes of this how are they going to resolve this and i suspect that they are not i think that this is an extended setup for for secret wars which is fine if frustrating yes i agree i think it's it's funny that you say the flag smashers thing because i also have that in my (laughs) notes i wrote down are the flag smashers still around question mark because i also getting that uh it's weird because i feel like this series would have been great if it, I mean, it's still great. I'm enjoying it. But if it had come out before the next phase, and then the next phase was Secret Invasion, Secret mm-hmm. Wars phase, and that was like tied into everything, it seems like a weird thing to pull out of the air in the midst of the Kang Dynasty phase, where it seems like all the movies are going to be focused around Kang stuff. But now the series are all going to be focused around Secret Wars. Like, how does that tie? How do those two things tie together? And then Thunderbolts is also kind of like more of like an introduction thing to these characters to the MCU. So, like, how does that fit in with all this stuff? We're all we're just throwing everything into a great big multiversal gumbo and hoping exactly. that it turns out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So, I guess uh, I'll save my question for a little bit later, but um, to kind of jump into some of the things that we see, we see a de-aged Nick Fury, Mm -hmm. which I thought looked really good. Yeah, it did. Um, I think they they really nailed that in these. I don't think it looks weird or fake or generated. I think it helps that they are olding him so hard in the rest of the show. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's true, yeah. And maybe maybe that was their plan. Is they're like, we're just going to make him look really rough. So when we make him look young, it's not that difficult. Uh, but I, I thought that that looked pretty good. Um, we get some more of Gravik's backstory, like where you know where he came from, how he became who he is. Although I feel like we didn't really understand. Like it seems like a lot of his problems with. Fury stem from a misunderstanding. Um, like, Fury didn't really do anything to him, right? Like, he promised, hey, you help us, we'll help you. And from what we gather, they've been trying. Like, Carol Danvers is out there looking. But it just hasn't happened yet. And he has taken that to mean, oh, so you're not going to do what you said you're going to do, so now we're going to just take over yeah i mean it feels like uh gravik and the other like i guess 
I guess this rebellion thing that's happening is mostly like the younger scrolls. Um, but they feel like they've spent their whole lives waiting on a promise to be fulfilled that hasn't been. And so it feels like they're either only seeing things in black and white. We were supposed to get this thing and we didn't. Or that uh, they feel like they're not a priority whenever they should Which be. I- I get, but I also agree that, like, they sure do make it sound like they've spent years and years and years and years and, like, they're old people now mm-hmm. and they still haven't had this thing passed. But from what we can understand, like, they don't age the same as we yeah. do. And so they live for, like, hundreds of years. So in reality, 40 years or 30 years that have gone by mm-hmm. is, like, a not that long in you know, compared to their lifespan. Mm-hmm. So, like, they just, just, calm, just calm down. Yeah, they forever. they sh- certainly should calm down. Because if you look at the way that they've lived for all those years, it seems to have been fairly comfortably on Earth. <laughs> like, without persecution, yeah. because nobody even knows that they're aliens. They're just kind of chilling yeah. as people. And they've been able to assimilate pretty well because, as we see in this, they've taken a lot of places of power. Yes. I think possibly my favorite like aspect of this show so far has been how it's playing off of so many ridiculous conspiracy theories. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. especially, yeah. most notably, and I don't know if this was in the comics or not because I haven't read them, but like the theory that reptile people are the ones running the world. Yeah. And they keep they keep saying uh-huh. it too, like lizard, liz, yeah, lizard, lizard people. man or lizard brain or whatever. Yes. So this kind of goes into so we'll get into my my question okay. here. Um, I want to know how scrolls work. Like we know that they can change into people, mm-hmm. and seemingly they can change their clothing too. I don't. Uh, so like are they always naked or uh, I, don't, I don't really know how that works but that aside we know that they can take your form and your memories and it doesn't kill you they just don't want you out ruining the illusion <laughs> exactly so are we supposed to think that every scroll that has a face like a, a human skin or whatever Mm -hmm. stole it from somebody and then if so we also saw that they can change between multiple Mm -hmm. like one person can have multiple but then is it only people can they change into other alien races or an animal Mm -hmm. or something like that Um, we also in this we get a mention of the reason that they don't want the Avengers around is because if a scroll took over an Avenger, mm-hmm. then they would get their powers, which is something that, you know, that's comic accurate, but they don't really explain how that works. Like I think of it almost like mystique, right? Mm-hmm. Like when she changes into Wolverine in the X-Men movie, her claws scratch things, but they're not adamantium. So he's able to cut them mm-hmm. and it hurts her. So, like, if a scroll became Wolverine, is that the same thing? Or is it not? I I hope that that stuff gets explained. Because it's all very confusing. And it also leans into that, like, it's almost too convenient. Mm-hmm. Like, they just don't want to explain it, but they want them to seem terrible. So, like, yeah, they just get your powers and no weaknesses. 
Yeah, it seems like to me that they don't have to take a specific person's face, that they can just kind of come up with one, especially because we have that scene where uh, Nick Fury is talking to them back in the 90s and giving them this chance to uh, help them uh, in exchange for uh, eventually getting like a home world and all that sort of stuff. And they change instantly. And it's, these people have kind of just gotten there, so I don't think that they... uh, would have time to go out and like pick a face and be like, yes, this is the one that I want. And also they haven't detained any of those humans. So like there'd be two of them running around, which would be confusing. Um, so I think they can take specific people, but they don't have to, they can just kind of like pick a mask for themselves and stick with it. Okay. Um, and I would imagine years from one person, those from another. <laughs> they're just like flipping through a magazine and being like, I like that <laughs> nose. I will take that. Um, and I would assume that this is some sort of evolutionary adaptation that scrolls have, and it would be extremely unuseful if the only thing they could imitate was one other specific species. So yeah. I would think that they could take like a huge number of biological forms, like including other kinds of aliens, animals, all that. We have not seen that, but that would be my assumption. And if the nature of their transformation is something like atomic or molecular then they could even be able to transform into different fabrics and things like that which would explain why they could you know suddenly be wearing you know super fresh outfits (laughs) that they also saw in a magazine (laughs) yeah well that's what i was confused too is like can they just do that like what if they don't want to change their face can they just like change their outfit Mm -hmm. but then i was thinking about things like vision okay so if like one of them sees vision is, are they able to turn into this mechanical being? Probably. Or like an Ultron robot? Could they transform into that? Or If they can make clothes, then they can probably make Ultrons. <laughs> but but then if they could do that, could they like, could he be like, you know what, I'm going to turn into a table to hide in this room? They could also have some kind of special technology that exists with their clothes to where they can change the way that their clothes look with a thought because we haven't we haven't seen like a, a buck naked scroll <laughs> uh, transforming <That's> true, yeah. <laughs> so it could it could just be a technological advantage that they have because we've always seen them uh showing up being rescued with clothing already on and it could be their stuff mm. that just changes and adapts to them it's interesting yeah so yeah yeah well speaking of uh clothing that changes one thing that we saw in this episode was a lab where they're clearly trying to do something to make scrolls stronger. Mm-hmm. I think that this is leading us to them trying to create super scrolls, mm-hmm. which in the comics, super scrolls have four, you know, they have one arm that's really stretchy, one arm that's a rock, one leg that's on fire and one leg that's invisible. And they're supposed to be, they, they have all the powers of the fantastic. Yeah, as four. I say, that's, that's fantastic four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I'm wondering if we're going to get, a super scroll in this and if we do if we're gonna see fantastic four powers in this series before we ever even see the fantastic four. Oh goodness <laughs> it would be very strange because it'd be like well how do they know about those powers unless they're like ah oh, they're cosmic and everyone and all the aliens know about the cosmic the four cosmic powers that are out there yeah. I don't know but like Seems kind of weird. And someone is living in Avengers Tower. We know that. There, yeah. Something's up there. 
It could be yeah. the Fantastic Four. It could be the Fantastic Four before they get their powers. We don't know. We have nothing. Yeah. So yeah, that's another question. Is like when we get Fantastic Four, are they going to be pre-powered Fantastic Four? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. It's. I get it. It's like a thing in scroll stuff, super scroll. Mm-hmm. But it just seems strange that we're including that in here when like I think historically you think of the super scroll, you think of super scroll, like the guy that fights the Fantastic Four with their own powers. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Um we do get Rhodey. Mm-hmm. He shows up sort of help clean up this mess even though we learned that the mess was made by the scrolls and the scrolls are the ones that are there in the meeting sort of pushing the mess along um he mentions a couple times uh you know that he still has the suit he can use the suit he talks about carpet bombing <laughs> other countries which seems like oh don't say that yeah um, but also i want to know do you think that he has a nano suit or do you think that like he has the War Machine suit and that's it? And Tony Stark never worked on any other suits for him. He only has that one. Uh, I would not be surprised if he had a nano suit. I, my my biggest concern with Rhodey right now is I think he might be a scroll. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's acting weird. <laughs> yeah, I thought the same thing. And then when whenever. Fury's asking him about like how well do you know your security detail and he like makes a funny joke and then he's like why and then they never really conclude that scene if it almost felt like that scene happened and then that scene ends and then they go on to something completely different and they never talk about it again yeah it's like oh weird <laughs> it feels weird that this is even the kind of job that Rhodey would take after all of his avengering uh, mm-hmm. unless of course he's been scrolled and a scroll is just trying to get into a position of authority in the government as uh, as Rhodey. Um, yeah, his whole his whole vibe is off. And of course, mm-hmm. not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but when he fires Nick at the end, that felt. I think the real Rhodey would be more regretful if he, in fact, had to fire Nick Fury. But yeah. a scrolly one may not. And also, can he really fire Nick Fury? Because isn't the whole point of S.H.I.E.L.D. that they're like, sort of, I mean, sort of, they work for America, but mm-hmm. also not really. They're not like a government agency. Yeah. And, kind of their own agency. And how, how powerful is S.H.I.E.L.D. right now? After everything yeah, that's happened. S.H.I.E.L.D. collapse? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, <laughs> is there still a S.H.I.E.L.D.? Is he the director of anything? I know that we've got S.W.O.R.D. and all these other things happening now. So, like, what even is S.H.I.E.L.D.? Who is, who was uh, Agent Hill working for? Yeah. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Uh, yeah. Although it does kind of make me cross my fingers and hope that we might get uh, Agent Coulson back in the main, <laughs> in the uh, main storyline. Find out he was just in Tahiti the whole time. Just in um, Tahiti. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we did get a foolproof way to figure out if someone was a scroll in this. And it seems like something that, like, they should just do to everyone from now on, just to make sure. But don't make us watch it. <laughs> yeah, all you gotta do is cut off a little piece of their finger. Yeah. Just, and you'll find out. Just the whole finger. And I wonder if it, it's, like, does, is, does it have to be a finger? Could they take, like, a toe. just, like, a skin sample? 
and that and the skin sample would change back or something. It did like, feel very sadist, like sadistic. Yeah. Um, and Olivia Coleman's yeah, character nice. in this, like, it's so funny how she's such a like you know perky, cozy kind of English lady, but also is a bona fide psychopath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even when she like gets down in the hole to like crawl out of there, mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, this is nice," and she's crawling <laughs> with her purse through there with her her uh, hedge trimmer shears or whatever. Yeah, she might be uh, my favorite part of the show so far. <laughs> <laughs> I'm interested to see where that goes and and what what her role is going to be. Um, whenever they come and they rescue the scroll and they get him in the car and they find out that he maybe told them about some stuff, take him into the woods and they shoot him mm-hmm. and leave him in the woods. I was like, okay, whatever. This all makes sense, I guess, from like a weird scroll mafia standpoint. What doesn't make sense is that they're trying to hide their existence, right? Yes. That's the whole point. And then they just shoot him and leave him in the woods for anyone to, and not that far off the road. I mm-hmm. mean, they were like maybe 20 feet away from the road. Yeah. Anybody could drive out there and see that and be like, oh my God, an alien. Yeah, it doesn't feel like the kind of 3D chess move you would expect from the newly appointed general of the scrolls. Right. It's it's very poor planning. And with how much, I assume, blood was left behind. We never really knew what happened to the finger. Yeah, I guess you just chucked it out the window. (laughs) Yeah, was that still there? So, like, whenever that crime scene gets looked over, wouldn't they run blood tests on all the blood? And wouldn't that show that, like, oh, this isn't human? It might. We don't know. There seems to be a lot of loopholes with the we're trying to stay hidden seems like they're leaving behind quite the trail yes i mean and granted it feels like they're starting to not care if people know that they're there because they just want to wipe people out and take the planet Mm. so they're like it's not a priority to live in secret anymore and for all we know there's a special element of scroll biology that means they like decompose really quickly and they'll never find any remains that's true yeah we simply do not have any idea because we don't have that Marvel Anatomy book that might have <laughs> that might have scroll anatomy information in it. They immediately turn into water and evaporate. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, there's just so many questions I have with with how how these powers work, which like I'm sure that they'll explain some of it, but also leave some of it up to it just does. Um, Wait, I'm know. having I'm having a memory. Didn't a scroll get killed in the first episode? Yes. Didn't he kind of? <laughs> no, he just died, and then okay, okay, him. okay. I thought yeah, I had yeah. a weird memory of him kind of poofing. No, no, he <laughs> he they yeah, that's right. He got shot, and then he fell on the ground, and then they were like, "Woof, good thing you saved me." And then next scene, and they never explained that they dispose of the body did they just leave it in that room what happened to it how do they explain that that guy disappeared like i i don't know it is interesting and then like i guess whenever they rescue all of these people are they going to rescue the people they don't really explain how the pods work that the scrolls have like that keep people there are they just they just hold people or is there is there a purpose to them Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I don't know. I don't know. There's there's too many questions for there to be only four more episodes. Yeah, and, and I am kind of confused about why they would keep the people alive if they're yeah. stealing their identities. I mean, maybe at first they were like, you know, we're just trying to do our thing. We're not here to, you know, annihilate humanity or anything yet. But now they are here to annihilate humanity. So, like, why, why are they, you know, keeping these little people fishbowls around? Yeah, especially if they were if they were in a place where maybe do learn in this episode that there's a million of them out there. Mm-hmm. Or we learn that there's a million of them, but we also learn that there may not be a million here on Earth. Mm-hmm. Because he mentions, like, there's a million of them left. And mm-hmm. he reached out to the ones that he could to come to Earth. So it doesn't mean there's a million on Earth. But, they but it of, could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's interesting that they like have this place where they can all hang out together, which seems to be like the leftovers of Chernobyl. Um, but like, if they're there, just be there. Like, I don't understand why you need to. Because I assume that if they are in these places of power, they didn't like take on a form and work their way into that place of power. It would seem a little bit more like maybe they found someone in a place of power and kidnapped them and took their form mm-hmm. and are now in that place of power themselves but i don't know they don't explain that some of these yeah. people have been around for 30 years 40 years yeah they might so, have just coordinated and worked their way up the ladder and each yeah. kind of helped each other get to where they're supposed to be getting 
Yeah. So it's interesting. The as we learn more and and learn we learn who are actually scrolls, it sure does make you think a whole bunch of other people could be scrolls. Uh-huh. So I wonder if we're gonna get any actual heroes in this. Uh, it's interesting that Maria is gone. I uh-huh. definitely thought that like, okay, the episode's gonna start and she's gonna start to change and it's gonna be like she was a scroll, or maybe you know we thought she died, but then it was like, oh, thank gosh, I was wearing a bulletproof vest and I survived or something. But it was like, nah, they killed her. It oh, seems like okay. she is dead. Yeah, so that was harsh. Uh, I don't know if like that's it. Like, Rhodey is just the reoccurring character. Maybe we're gonna get somebody cool. Like, I, I saw a a uh, air quotes cast list for Thunderbolts, and one of the characters list was Amadeus Cho, who is the Incredible Hulk or Amazing Hulk or whatever, like the new Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if maybe they're saving him for Thunderbolts since they already think that Harrison Ford's going to be Red Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um, Which Harrison Ford seems to be unaware of. Yeah. yeah. Other than that <laughs> one picture where he had slightly ripped pants, which I was like, I don't know. That's for another time. Uh, <laughs> but But maybe we'll get a character like that in this. I just don't see them bringing in any like main mainstream MCU characters but at the same time it would make sense (sighs) but it also seems like this is all based on Fury and what he's seeing and doing and like nobody believes him everyone thinks he's crazy and it's like I get it but also you never know the person you're talking to is a person or a scroll so maybe that is frustrating I mean, if this episode, if this season or this series ends with us finding out that Fury was a scroll the whole time, like, oh, what are we doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the last big thing that I have is the end of the episode. Uh, we see a scroll who we saw at the beginning of the episode when she's cooking dinner, and then we see Fury pull up to the house and just walk in to the house. And my first thought was, oh, does he live here? Or did he break Uh in? Uh, And then we find out, oh, he's married. And he's married Uh to the Skrull. Who, she changes her form before he walks in. I don't know if she did that out of, like, she didn't know if it was him or not. So she did it just to be safe. I assume he knows she's a Skrull. Yeah, I was like, I did have a moment at first where I was like, oh, that's sweet. He's married to a scroll. But then I was like, wait a second. What if a, a scroll just took his wife? Yeah, yeah. I was I was uh... very confused. Like, does he, does he know? Does he not know? Again, we saw this scroll earlier. She was the one that he was speaking with when mm-hmm. we saw the, like, de-aged Fury. She's the one that, like, introduced him to Gravit. And, and like, would, she was like, this is Fury. He's here to help us. So it was like, it would make sense that he knows mm-hmm. who she is and they are married and it's whatever. And she's a scroll. Right. But the fact that she changed forms before he saw her makes it a little suspect of like, hold on. Does he know? Yeah. And also, like, 
Nick Fury is married? Yeah, yeah. When did he have time to get married and maintain a stable relationship in the last 30 years? Yeah. How? And that, that nice house. Super nice house. Super <laughs> domestic. Yeah. Lovely. This is like when we found out the Hawkeye was married and, you know, had a blissful home life yeah. with his wife and seven million children. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was, it was interesting. I, I'm hopeful that that gets answered in the next episode because it's not like, I guess it's not like a huge plot point that needs to be answered, but it is, uh-huh. it is a question that would be nice to have some sort of clarity. Yeah. Uh, I want to get, I want to get the full story. Like did Nick Fury just start working with the scrolls and settle down with a nice scroll gal? That would be sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and if so, then like, why would he be upset if the scrolls wanted to move to earth? Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. I guess we'll find Does out. he imagine that his wife is going to be like, Oh, we have a new planet. Yes. Peace out. Does. I'm leaving. Uh, yeah. And does he have any kids? Do they have kids? I don't know. Can scrolls make human babies? That's I don't a, know. <laughs> that's a question. I mean, maybe it will be answered. Maybe it won't. Who mm-hmm. knows? Although, like, while I think that Nick Fury would be a great dad, I also think that maybe he wouldn't want to be because there's simply too much going on. Yeah. He probably wouldn't be around a lot. Yeah. yeah. And also when he was up on the space station, did she go up to the space station with him? Or is she just like, I'm going to stay here and keep house while you're in space. Yeah, enjoy your spacecation. That would not fly in this house. If Mason Kinswater decided to go to space and leave me here, I'd be very upset. <laughs> also, they, they like <laughs> keep mentioning his time in space. Mm-hmm. Like He got too overwhelmed, had a little mental break and, and went to space. And now he's yeah. back. But then it that's the other suspect side of this. Is, that, is he mm-hmm. back? Because in the trailers for... The Marvels, he's not back. He is on the space station. Does the Marvels take place first? That might take place first. Yeah, but that's confusing. It is. (laughs) It's quite confusing. But it could be that uh, the Marvels winds up taking place before Secret Invasion. and Or maybe at the end of this, he's just like, this was extremely stressful. I'm going back to space. What if at the end of this, it's just Loki in a different timeline? And that's... Yeah. (laughs) And then Miss Minutes pops up and then the season ends. Um, Yes, put put Loki in all the things. (laughs) This is just a trailer for the next season of Loki. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what happens next. I'm excited to continue the story. I feel like we have some compelling characters. I, I feel like we have a kind of kind of lackluster kind of villain, lackluster right, villain now. right now. Um, I mean, it all just seems kind of like you can expect what his next move is. I uh-huh. feel like there's nothing really like stand out about him. And then even the whole storyline with him and um, oh, what's the daughter's name? Gaia. Yeah, Gaia. That whole storyline. Which is spelled weird. Yeah. <laughs> That whole storyline is like, from the moment they introduced her character and they introduced what was going on, you were like, I know exactly how this is going to play out. She's going to fall for this guy. He's going to turn out to be a bad guy. She's going to help him. She's going to realize he's a bad guy. And then she's going to try to help Fury. 
Yeah. And uh, so far, that's exactly what's going on. So, Although it seems like so far, she already is probably into Gravik because he picked a good face. Yeah. And so now yeah. she's his, you know, nice little soldier doing what he wants to do. Yeah. And she's letting herself be angry and not really processing the trauma from hearing that she's lost her mom. Yeah. I think the, the turning point is going to be the, the other guy, like Gravik's second in command, who already mm-hmm. kind of is like, I don't really want to do this. I don't think what you're doing is good. And then he's the one that was like speaking to the scientist and she was like, what did you say? I know you didn't say what I think you said. And he was like, no, no, like, yay, our leader, whatever. That guy's going to die like 100%, right? Gravit's going to kill him. And then she's going to be like, uh-oh, I picked the wrong side. Uh-oh. <sighs> you got to make sure you're on the right side before you pick a revolution. Yeah, agreed. So, I don't know. I, I'm excited. There's lots of stuff I'm excited about. I'm excited about the possibilities, cameos, I think. What cameos do you think we might get? I feel like it has to be some of the, the newer faces. Mm-hmm. I think it would be it would be weird to throw in some of the older ones, unless they bring them in as like, there was at one point there where, was at one, point where one of the scrolls was talking, talking about, talking about uh, like what do we do if we have to fight the Avengers or something, or like what do we do if we have to face them? And mm-hmm. Gravit was talking, and I fully expected him to take on the look and sound of Captain America, just just as like a quick like look what I can do, and change into a. And be like, we don't have anything to worry about. And it'd be like a, <gasps> like an, oh, no moment. Like, they've already done it. Um, obviously didn't happen. But then it makes me think, like, again, how does the scroll stuff work, right? Like, could he be flipping through a magazine and see somebody and change into them? Or do they have to have some sort of, like, physical connection with them to be able to take their face and powers? Because that's why they're because like, that's we can't why have they're the like, Avengers because they, the they, they can take their face and powers but if they've watched the tv they could see captain america yeah i would think that they can probably change their appearance without uh taking the person but in order to fully assume their identity and take their memories and all that sort of stuff they probably have to be within proximity or have physical contact that's what i've got Mm. in my head i mean it makes sense i am expecting a scene somewhere in the series to be someone's on the phone with somebody and we hear the voice and then it cuts to the other side of the call, and it's not the person whose voice we're hearing, but it's a scroll making the voice. I keep expecting that shot to be in here somewhere, so that'll be my, I'll call that for, for some time in the next couple episodes. Um, yeah. Is there anything else uh, from this episode that you want to talk about? Uh, the the remaining notes that I have are things like when when the like. Uh, title came up in this episode and it said like 1997 London I fully expected a Spice Girls song to kick in <laughs> like I was ready for it uh, and the other and we might have known this before and I just didn't remember it but it said that Fury is from Alabama Yeah. Uh, and I was like you know that tracks Yeah. That he seems like he could be a, a nice Alabama boy <laughs> um, but yeah other than that we haven't really talked about how uh Maria's mom showed up to uh, transport her body. Um, and that was really sad, but it was also, it felt 
somehow like weird or jarring because Nick clearly knows her really well. And it, like essentially Maria is a co-worker of his, like a young protege. How often was her mom around? Yeah, I thought that too. It was weird that like he knew her by name and they, they like had a moment. I also thought mm-hmm. that it was strange that uh, it, for me, that scene felt rushed. Rush. It felt like it, it felt was supposed like to be longer, it was supposed but to be they longer, but got, that... had to like cut down time, so they kind of sped mm. through it, and it just seemed like all this buildup that there was going to be this tense moment, and then when the moment came, she was just like, "Don't let her death be for nothing," and then yeah. the scene ended, and I was like, "Oh, that was why did we bother seeing that? It didn't." Yeah, really... could have just been the last line. Yeah, I mean, this also this was an exceptionally long episode. Like, last week, I was like, oh, these are not going to be that long. This one's only 40-something minutes. And this one clocked in at just very, very shy of an hour. Like, a full hour. Um, So, I'm curious about how the rest of the um, episodes will be uh, for this series. Are they going to be more like the first one? Or are they going to be more like this one and be long, 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 long? I'm all for the long, long. As long as, <laughs> as long as it's used correctly and we don't spend a bunch of time on nonsense. That they, they don't have the time to be doing <laughs> nonsense. There are only six episodes. Yeah. Unless a couple of them are like 90 minute things like on Stranger Things. <laughs> Which very well. The last episode, I could see it being like a two hour, just cram as much information as possible. But, uh, but at that point, why is that not just a movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, uh, well, like I said, like I'm, excited I said I'm excited to continue. I'm excited to see what happens next week. Um, I will say for, for this week, my question is going to be, uh, who do you think is going to show up in this series? Not necessarily as a cameo, but as like the first recognizable character to be taken over by a scroll. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we've already seen uh, Martin Short, not Martin Short. Not Martin Short. What's Martin, his name? Martin. I don't remember his name in the in the series. The guy from uh, the first episode. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> his character name is also Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not going to count him just because that was like the very first thing that we saw. Um, but somebody else a named character from the MCU who's going to show up and is going to be the first scroll that was a, a MCU character. And do mm-hmm. we think that they're going to show up in the MCU movies? Do we think anyone we've seen yet is already a scroll or has been a scroll this whole time? Wouldn't that be crazy? They were like, Oh, Iron Man's not dead. He was actually a scroll the whole time. Surprise. <laughs> I don't think that that makes sense, but, Mm-mm. you know, it could happen. So that'll be my, that'll be my question this week. It's a thinker. It's a good one. But uh, I, have a, I have a couple ideas of who I think, who I would like, I guess. So, uh, Are you going to share them? I'll save them for next week. I'll share them, I'll share them on, so- on social before our next episode, but then I'll... I'll I'll announce them at the beginning of the next episode. 
in hopes yes. that maybe one of them is in the next episode. <laughs> uh, yeah. So thank you guys for listening and uh, join us next week as we continue this mystery of figuring out who is who in Secret Invasion. Bye.